welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. I started normally this week. It's a normal start. Um, I just Today we're talking about The Punisher from 1989, and this is your second episode this week, you lucky fucks, because we just talked about Spider-Man Far From Home on Tuesday. A little, uh, little behind the scenes, we, didn't, we haven't seen Spider-Man yet. We're recording it this on the out, Sunday. It comes out in two more but days. But you'll be so. hearing this on Friday. And so we already will have put out the Spider-Man we'll just... episode. You got two episodes this week. You have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> get those listen numbers up. Uh, okay, yes. So we are going to get into the trivia. Yeah, so it was released in 1989. Oh, I'm a fraud. Everybody, I'm a fraud. This whole this whole episode is actually a sham because this was released in 1989 in West Germany, but this wasn't released in, in the U.S. until 1991. But I'm just gonna, we're still gonna pretend that it was 1989, because that's what everyone says. Uh, budget 9 million, just like with all, pretty much all these movies except Howard the Duck, they won't tell me what the box office is. They're it's, embarrassed. I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I did a large search for Punisher box office, and it just said it didn't do good, pretty much. <laughs> also, I don't think it got a theatrical release. It got, it got a theatrical release everywhere except for the USA, Sweden, and South Africa, <laughs> of all places. Those are the three kind of random places. Exactly, exactly. And and those are the ones that... I know it was banned all over the place, but, like... That makes sense. It wasn't, it wasn't banned in the US. Like, they were just re- released it late. Uh, and, it, yeah, it has a, a solid 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all and i think the audience score is a 32 so that doesn't sound right either <laughs> so this was written by i'm gonna butcher this but bose yakin i don't know but he <laughs> wrote uh the prince of persia movie with jake gyllenhaal he also wrote remember the titans and now you see me only the first one i think i haven't seen either of those i don't care but what is more interesting is this is Mark Goldblatt, the director, I think it's his the only film he's ever directed, but he has edited Piranha, Halloween 2, Terminators 1 and 2, Commando, First Blood Part 2, Robocop, Predator 2, Nightbreed, Super Mario Brothers, True Lies, Showgirls, The Rock, Starship Troopers, Bad Boys 2, X-Men The Last Stand, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Chappie, and a bunch of other shit. So he cool. has <laughs> experience. Just a little. But most of these... I th- I think most of these weren't until... Uh, yeah, most of these weren't until after this, I don't think. And yeah, there's a lot of James Cameron and Paul Verhoeven movies in there. That's why he was the editor on Showgirls. But this was filmed in Sydney. It takes place in Seattle. They wanted New York, but they're like, we're n- it's way too expensive. We're not, <laughs> we're not giving your $9 million budget little revenge movie New York permits that we can't afford. So, and so everyone says, because probably what this movie might be best known for is being a Punisher movie where he doesn't have the skull emblem on it. He just wears, like, a black t-shirt and leather jacket. I think it still works, though. Yeah, but then it's just like this. Is it really a Punisher movie if he's not the Punisher? It's kind of just a normal revenge movie. I still like it, but I kind of, I don't know. And we're going to get into the fucking comic book movie adaptation later in which he does have the skull at a point. Is it bad? No. Well, it's basically just the movie with extra things, and maybe I'll, at the end of the episode I'll talk about all the extra things that that were in the comic that because it's kind of like storyboards and like things that were gonna be in the movie and then they Uh-oh. took them out. Just little things, but like it's like oh that kind of would have made it better. 
because this movie's very brisk. Like, it's short. It's like an hour and a half. Like, yeah. it's super breezy. Everyone was like, oh, Marvel wouldn't let them use the Skull logo. Like, that's the gossip, but it's not true. They actually pushed for it. They were like, no, use it. Like, they, Stan Lee and, and probably Jack Kirby and everybody, they were they're all pushing for the... For this movie, they're all big supporters of this. And Dolph Lundgren, who plays the Punisher, that's right, Ivan Drago himself. I must break you. Although, unless he dyed his hair black, uh, he did most of his own stunts. In, in the comics, his family is executed for a different reason than in the movie. In the movie, it's like a car bomb, and it's not really explained why. I don't really remember why. I watched I this a few nights it. ago. I think they just... I think they it's just a mob of, hit. Yeah. In the comics, and I think in the 2004 movie, like, they witnessed an execution, and so they get gunned down having a picnic in Central Park, and it's really violent and brutal. That's, yeah, this is just, like, they did the RoboCop remake where they are like, oh, it's a car bomb. <laughs> they just blew him up. Punisher never uses the same weapon twice. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, he'll use something in, in one scene, but then the next scene he'll have different assortments of weapons. Like, there's so... Ver variation of kills in this movie is fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I noticed that, but also when he loses, like, one of his guns, he just keeps moving. He yeah, he just drops it. it. Yeah, yeah I think, like, I think the IMDb trivia was like, oh, so he'll just drop his weapons for no reason. No, yeah. I like, yeah, I guess you're right. And uh, Stan Lee, I mean, d despite the violence, because, you know, he's an old-timer, but he's also like, I understand that it's the Punisher. You kind of have to do that. He he defends... I don't know if he enjoyed this film, but he definitely defends it. Uh, director Mark Goldblatt enjoys both Punisher and Punisher Warzone, which, you know, those are fun movies, especially Punisher Warzone, which is awesome. So, Franny, how many people do you think died in this movie? Give me an estimate. Uh, it's definitely over 100. No. It's not? It's not. It's is not. It, is it like? But but this doesn't include explosions. This is just like individual okay. people being killed. So, God, is it above fifty? Yes. Far above fifty. Yes. Closer to a hundred. Yeah. Like fuck, somewhere in the seventies. I no. would guess. Higher. No. H higher. Higher. <laughs> is it in the nineties? Yeah. It's ninety-nine. Ninety-one. <laughs> Ninety-one people are killed, not including explosions um which there are a lot of so <laughs> yeah there are a lot of explosions but i mean, probably includes the guy at the start because that's like an individual kill but i think when it's like a like a bus being blown up or whatever yeah that's kind of hard to tell. it doesn't yeah I'll, t I'll bring up all that my other trivia later so let's get into the film and i fucked up because none of my notes saved <laughs> oh okay that's fine i got yeah, this I hopefully mean, you just watched it it'll be fresh yeah, in your mind. i don't i don't use them a whole lot anyway yeah you'll be I'm okay. fine <laughs> you'll be fine that's that's why I use a notebook. <laughs> Never have to worry because if all my notes were deleted, then we, we might have just have to go off memory. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, we get these. The cr <laughs> it's. I was worried at first because it starts really fucking weird. The credits start playing as we follow like the camera. It's going through the sewer and then weird bright like monochromatic pictures of a character will appear and then the Punisher shoots the. It's like. I don't know. It's it's like it's like at a carnival and like the things pop up. It's like that, but then he shoots it. And it turns <laughs> the into glass. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. It's a shooting gallery basically. But then he shoots it and it turns into glass. I don't. F and then and then it's like it's like at the start of Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Like it's just like a bunch of bright circles and disorienting shit. And so it's circles and circles, just showing these weird, different, shady New York City or Seattle, I guess, um, locations. The, the yeah the, that goes on a long time it goes on a solid three minutes and it was it's really confusing 
then we get the movie actually starts where we get this news report and it's like oh you know the uh, leader of the franco crime family is being released from prison five years after killing frank castle and his family and his name is something moretti so and on the news he's talking about how like now let me tell you something about this punisher whoever he is if he ever shows up within one thousand yards of me he'll find out what the word punished really means and got him <laughs> yeah got him sick burn moretti leaves in his limo or whatever punisher follows after him on a sweet Terminator 2 style motorcycle. Yes, Terminator 2 was two years after. I don't care. It's the same. Um, <laughs> every movie that has a motorcycle, a biker bar, or a leather jacket in it is Terminator the Terminator 2. 2. Yeah. Moretti's back home, and he's Punisher followed him home. And so it's like all the all of his guards or other members of the family are s- split up, and Punisher kills them in a variety of fun ways. The first one, he, like, comes through the ceiling and stabs him with a boot knife, which happens, like, four other times. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one probably is used more than once, because a lot of people get boot knived in this. And then he kicks this guy off of a staircase, and then he hangs this other guy. And then outside of the mansion, there's, like, this news team, and they hear a gunshot from in the house after, like, Moretti confronts Punisher, but we don't see what happens. All the windows, like, they... There's just an explosion out just the windows, and then Moretti walks up the front. Maybe it's Mortelli. I don't know. I don't care. He's in the movie for three minutes. Random Italian guy. Random Italian guy <laughs> walks out of the front door, and he cl- and like they're like, oh, what's he going to do? And he has a knife in his back, and he falls over. And then the Punisher walks out, but they can't like see his face. He's he doesn't too far walk away. out. He just, like, he's like, just far enough for them to he's be like, able to see that there's the th- something. on the threshold of the door. And then the fucking mansion explodes. Uh, and then we fade out to <laughs> to Punisher naked, praying in his weird sewer lair about, Oh God, I, I, I punish the... What am I doing? I am the Lord of Judgment and it's, I would You're not saying me. it weird enough because it's Dolph Lundgren. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Lord, I've uh, punished the... That's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I can't do a Dolph Lundgren. Come on, God. Answer me. If years I'm asking you why. Why are the innocent dead and the guilty alive? My throat is killing me. I today. can tell. It's really rough. I sound like a frog. Yeah. So so just just fucking one hundred percent naked Dolph Lundgren. No, we don't get to see any dick. I know that's what you all are thinking on this show, but we do see some 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 man ass. <laughs> and then we see a flashback to Frank's family. They get blown up in a car bomb. And it is the fucking, maybe the biggest car explosion I've ever seen. It's It's like fireballs within fireballs. It's like halfway to a nuclear explosion. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like everyone's like, oh, Michael Bay explosion. But it's like, no, fucking Punisher 89 explosion is what I want. Because it's, it explodes so many times. It explodes like three times in a row. And it's It's just just a a car. Yeah, it's just like a station wagon. It's so funny knowing that there's kids in there. And then the yeah, that's why it's it's so funny. And then the news team were back at the mansion, and this this lieutenant who becomes a main character, his name's Jake, I think, and he's he's like they're asking questions, and he's like, oh, I I think that the Punisher and Frank Castle are the same person. He's thought that for the past five years, which is Frank Castle died five years ago, and Jake don't don't think that's the truth. And so the commissioner has a message for the lieutenant from the mayor. Oh no, we're getting back into Captain America 79 territory where it's like, and then Timmy told John to tell Francis to tell yeah. Mark. <laughs> you have a message, and that's Frank Castle's dead. Stop telling that, stop scaring everybody and telling everybody that, that he's not dead. And so this detective named Sam 
is talking to Jake, who also becomes a major character. She looks exactly like Nancy Allen's character in RoboCop. The interesting thing, that's what I was trying to remember. Is it Christina? No, it's not Christina Everhart. Let me find out her name before I destroy her. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is Nancy Everhart. I'm the fucking best in the world. Yeah, okay, so Nancy Everhart plays Detective Sam Leary, I think it is. And she's played by Christina Everhard, who we just saw in Trial of the Incredible Hulk as Krista Klein, Matt's lawyer partner. Weird, right? Oh, That's shit. so weird. I didn't even realize Those that. are these movies, despite being both Marvel movies, are so disconnected. Like there's the those are two of the most different fucking movies I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> the much. Trial of the Incredible Hulk and The Punisher. <laughs> It's fucking night and day, and I think it's really funny that she's in both of these in the same year. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Kind of blew my mind learning that. And so apparently Detective Sam knows Jake because they worked on a case together. Like, they worked on this drug... They worked on this drug bust together, and, and Sam just says, I was the hooker. Which makes no sense unless you read the comic book when you get to see the, like, the investigation. It opens with the investigation, and she's, like, posing as a hooker or whatever to get information from the drug guys, and then it's, like, Frank and Jake are in their car watching it. Like, it's a whole thing that we'll get to at the end, but reading the comic in little, it makes little things that don't make as much sense make more sense, and so I am glad I read it. I mean, I kind of skimmed it. I was like, I'm not going to put in the whole... It's like 60 pages long. I was like, I've just... I just got the gist of what scenes... 60 pages too long. Exactly. exactly, (laughs) Of what scenes were different. Could have been on the back of a cereal box. It could have been six (laughs) panels with no word bubbles. But Sam wants to be Jake's new part... I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine nonstop for the past six days, and the main character is a detective named Jake. And so all, I've, all I can think about is Jake Peralta. I have a sexy voice. Champagne. Mountain range. Hugs. Mountain range? I couldn't think of anything sexy to say. What? Mountain range. It's the sexiest geological feature. Yeah, so she's like, oh, Jake, I want to work with you. You know, I'm just a working woman, working nine to five. And- working nine to five! I want to be your partner. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the best in the world. I'm probably the best detective there ever was. And I got all the medals. And I'm so good. And Jake's like, shut the fuck. I don't <laughs> fucking care. I work alone. My partner is a vigilante. And she's like, oh, I think Frank Castle's the Punisher. He's like, like, oh. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> meet, me, meet me in the morning. Uh, and then once again, these reporters are interviewing this new guy, Gianni Franco, who I call Johnny Franco because I think it's funnier. Because <laughs> it sounds like James Franco. I don't know. We're just gonna call him James Franco, I guess. And so they're interviewing James Franco. I'm not gonna pull a B- Billie Eilish like duh. I did last week, where every single time we said Billie Eilish, I had to play it. Her going duh. <laughs> and oh that, my that god, that's what you used it for? Yeah, I use my powers for evil. Yeah, a little. It's kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so they're interviewing James Franco um, and asking him about the Punisher, and he's like, You know what I think in Europe? You guys made it up to sell newspapers. There is no Punisher. Franco and this partner, who I guess his name's Mort, I wrote that down here. I don't even know if that's true or if that's just what I wanted to call him. Franco and Mort are with Franco's kid Tommy, at this diner and Tommy does some dumb fucking magic trick with a quarter that nobody cares about and Franco sends Tommy to the kitchen to, <laughs> to pay the chef and get more cheesecake. Ask him to give you another piece of cheesecake. And Franco tells more about this plan where he's gonna split the shares from 
600 kilos of coke to all the crime bosses as long as they work together which is just like fisk's plan in the last movie where he's like oh, i'm just gonna get all the crime yeah, bosses to work with I was, me I exact was, plot i was actually kind of expecting to be the exact same plot as the last one to yeah. get to kill the punisher and then get everybody and then, to and work get together the, get, and then everyone will like me yeah <laughs> but in this he's like no nah, we're just gonna we're just gonna do this and it's then, almost the same it's thing. basically the same it's close enough i mean it's like how they say that there's like six plots and all of storytelling there's six villain plots and all of comic book movies Pretty is kind of what i think this one like. i think this one was better though <laughs> oh yeah it's not like i'm gonna kill a blind guy and then show you a bit a, my weird snuff film and your weird rolling <laughs> robot chairs that, that was instead it's, it's just nice. if you be nice to each other you'll be really rich <laughs> yeah exactly you're not gonna have to worry about the yakuza <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> uh this homeless guy named shake comes up to this guy if I think Shake's from the comics, I don't care. Uh, that sounds really dis... <laughs> Punisher's one of my favorite comic book characters ever. I'm sorry, that sounds bad. It's just, it's just like, it's some just homeless guy who I think is really annoying comic relief in this, so I don't care about him. I honestly... Not that I don't care about Punisher comics. I he's do. the one character that I couldn't understand a single word he was saying until like halfway through the movie, and then I realized well, that all of his sentences are rhymes. They all rhyme, exactly, because he's a thespian. I'm a thespian. He's a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. Well, you know, it'd be, it'd be better if he was a lesbian. At least then he'd be interesting, but no, he's a thespian. And you know what, thespians? I've hung out with a lot of thespians in my time, and they're the worst. Fuck thespians. Fuck theater. Fuck art. <laughs> Fuck you, it's the Hulk. <laughs> So he goes up to this guy at the bar and he's like, oh, buy me, buy me a drink. I'm a thespian and out of work and I need some whiskey to fulfill me or whatever. He does some <laughs> bull... Me. I was trying to rhyme. <laughs> he's doing some bullshit Dr. Seuss stuff and that's slander of Dr. Seuss, but I'm pretty sure that... You know what? Actually, that joke that you made, I'm pretty sure that happens because he's like, oh, I'm a thespian. The guy's like, you're a what? What the hell's a thespian? It's yeah, 1989, everyone's homophobic. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's a... I'm a thespian, don't worry. <sighs> And then the bar- No homo, bro. Yeah, no homo, exactly. <laughs> this movie's very no homo in, in this one scene. It seemed to need to stress that when they had naked Dolph Lundgren walking around, though. This bartender has fucking crazy eyebrows. He looks like the main <laughs> army toy in Small Soldiers. <laughs> he looks like that. And he tells, he tells Shake to stop bothering customers and tells Richie to get him out of there. So Richie gets him out of there, and he gets thrown so hard on the ground... And in the alley, there's this RC that has, like, it's like this RC pickup truck, and it has whiskey on it, and so he chases it, obviously not a trap, but leads him right to the Punisher, who's wearing all leather, and this is the first time we see his outfit, and of course, he doesn't have the skull, which, you know, that's just wonderful. Uh, whatever, it's fine. But you know what does have the skull? His his knives do. <laughs> the yeah. knives have the skull on the end of it. It's the only skull in the whole movie. But Punisher says that they were supposed to meet four hours ago, and Shake tells Frank that the dope's coming into Pier 30, and so Frank gives him the whiskey as a reward. And so the thespian says this bullshit. They're all working together now. One big happy family. Under the fatherly wing of your old friend, Johnny Franco. And then we get some... We start to get into our amazing dialogue <laughs> when, we, when we get to the pier. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, uh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. And then he pulls a gun on him. Yeah, and then he's the like, stop. <laughs> and then this guy's just sitting in his car and Punisher stabs him with a sword. <laughs> and then... We get the boss going. Red two, what have you got? Bad kidneys. I gotta pee. 
so pee. It's weird, but it's fun. And then Red 2 gets sniped to death, so he's dead. We get some squibs, which are the best effect in all of Hollywood. Just blood just squirting out <laughs> everywhere. It's the best. Sweet. It's two years after Robocop. We're prime. I know I keep talking about Robocop, but this movie is a lot like Robocop in a lot of ways. Mainly, mainly, mainly. I can't decide between mainly and mostly. And I just, how'd you, how'd they you both start with the same letter. How did you fuck it up the exact same twice in a row? I just didn't know where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> I just didn't know what direction I was going to take it. So this cop boat shows up to bust the mob boat. And then all these guys, there's a shootout. All these Yakuza guys in scuba suits are there. And people are like shooting each other with harpoons and weird spinny blade discs to throw. No, they, they they throw these weird like shurikens. No, they throw like these weird like balls that just have a bunch of spikes. Oh in yeah, them. <laughs> it's like the balls from Phantasm, kind of. It's like it's like those. So yeah, we get we get even more guys in scuba suits. We get another boot knife to the face or the head or the throat or wherever. And we get Punisher, he's just waiting on this pier with this fucking crossbow. And Punisher notices the scuba suit guys, and somebody gets the knife thrown to their neck. By the way, this movie's on YouTube, so you can just go watch it. Yes, <laughs> just watch it. Just type in Punisher, it's literally the first thing that comes up. In full HD, too. And I'm not going to put the link in the description, because I don't want it to get taken down. Because <laughs> I'm glad that it's up there. And then we get another great line, which is, You're 15 minutes late, you stupid dickhead. I'm all for people calling other people dickheads. That's great. Everybody's getting shot and stabbed. Somebody's got this fucking chain. And Punisher's killing scuba suit guys. And Punisher crossbows somebody. Like, And there's a rope on the back of the arrow. And so he <laughs> zip lines. Well, the arrow's through the person. I think that's, like, the best part of this scene. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like a fucking Mel Brooks gag. It's so stupid. It's, yeah, it's so stupid. And he and while he's sliding down, he's machine-gunning people, of course. <laughs> and then the chain, like, catches around a shotgun. Then he's chasing the, the van on foot. And then he stabs the van driver. And then the van fucking flips into the water. And someone's a scuba suit throws a knife into Frank. And then he falls into the water, and then they just machine gun the water and walk away. Even and... though everyone knows that machine gunning water doesn't work. Yeah, we know we learned that in The Incredibles. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> where we all found out in 2004. <laughs> so we're back, and then the next morning. At the scene of a crime. Sam and Jack are there. They're fishing the van out like it's the end of Psycho. Frank's limping through the, the sewers, immediately just cutting away from Sam and Jake. No one cares. Frank's limping through the sewers. He heats up this knife with, like, hot coals or whatever it's like it's the fucking reddest knife you've ever seen it's like the thousand degree knife or whatever say that. and he uses it to seal his wounds after that we're back with the mob families this this is there's patches of this movie where it just jumps around so fucking much but we're with these mob families and they're looking at the slideshow of lady tanaka who runs the yakuza i almost couldn't say that <laughs> And they mentioned that she has a mute female daughter, which never comes up again. That's yeah. never mentioned. I wrote down. I thought it would be important. That's Are a we... very like specific thing. No. It, oh, it, it's that. It's the I blonde think, shit. Yeah, I think that's. It's that. Oh. That one American that, in the, the Yakuza. Yeah, I forgot. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. That's kind of cool. Now that I think about it, because they don't just spell it out for you. It's kind of nice. And then Tanaka just shows up at the meeting. Of course, the one meeting where they're talking about her, she just happens to be there. And she says that, oh, I've been tracking your progress, and I think that you guys are weak, and I want to team up. And they're like, no. And somebody says some racist stuff that I wrote the timestamp for, but I'm not gonna edit it because that's horrible. <laughs> no fucking way am I gonna be a salary boy to some bunch of got that also it's not even the racist asian slur you'd think it was it's a really weird obscure one 
And we see a lot of offensive stuff in this. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's 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 a really late '80s movie. Yeah, they <laughs> they make a joke about Frenchmen that really wouldn't slide these days. Frenchmen. Yeah. Oh no! What do they say? What do they say? What was it? I think they said that they were like a like a or something. Oh my god! Are like a sh- Frenchman or something. <laughs> stupid like that, but it was really bad. Anyway, she wants 75% of the profit, which is pretty ridiculous, even for the Yakuza. Why can I not say Yakuza? It's It's not not a hard hard word to to say. say. This guy's getting all pissy about it, and he's like, oh, you you fucking, you know. You insert Asian slur here. A youth, that's the word that they (laughs) use. It's such a weird word. And then, so he just grabs him, and she grabs him and twists his arm a bit. Literally. Gets his hand broken. Yeah, and breaks his hand. It's fun. She says, When your ancestors were still shepherds screwing sheep on the Mediterranean coast, as were the crime lords of Asia. Alright, that's pretty pretty intense. There's a lot of racial tension in this scene, especially. And they're going to war against the Yakuza. It's it's six schlubby guys in a boardroom versus the entire Yakuza. It's it's six Italians versus all of Japan. All of Japan, exactly. (laughs) Which, Which... Country's bigger for any. It's Japan. Yeah. yeah it's Japan. <laughs> Japan's an island, but it's in, already it's bigger. It's <laughs> intense. And Punisher is somehow listening into this meeting under the ground. He's listening into it on this weird, I don't know what it is, like a weird walkie-talkie it's... connected to a big wire. That... No, it's like, you know in playgrounds where they have like those tubes where like there's like two of them and when you talk into it, the other person can hear yeah, it on the yeah, other yeah, end. Know, it's I just one of those. Yeah, it's basically one he's of those. Just, he's pretty much listening through a pipe somehow. It's essentially like the you get the two cups with the string. Yeah, pretty much. And you put them together, it's that. Jake is doubtful that Sam's going to be able to find Castle with a computer because I guess in 1989 they didn't know what computers could do and he's like now what do you think you're gonna do with that play Miss Pac-Man or something because as we know the only thing you can do with a computer especially <laughs> in police work is play Miss Pac-Man but she's using it to try and find the Punisher's lair and apparently every time Punisher's killed somebody Jake's put a pin in his map we use a lot of pins because they say he's killed he's like 150 like, yeah. people and then this is the he the only thing that he's left behind is that knife with that skull on the hinge which seems just like a mean mean kind of yeah we know what you guys want but we're not gonna give it to you <laughs> thing and then just some bull, a lot of bullet casings and she's like what if we uh look under the ground and yeah i don't get why he never thought to look in the sewers yeah he says he looks he looked everywhere else but, but why sewer. not the sewers but the like most remote unexplored part of the city that Frank Castle would definitely be in. Frank Castle is so greasy. He would definitely be in the sewers. Yeah, he always looks so gross. He's so (laughs) the sweatiest man. I actually have a fun fact about that later. About how sweaty he is. Sorry, let me let me really say that without the pop filter. Sweaty. That's right. This is an ASMR channel now. That's what we're doing. The entire rest of the episode is ASMR. Dolph Lundgren is so sweaty. And then the Yakuza comes in and they stab a lot of people. They stab them again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. That's all staying in. Um... (laughs) And then we get some random cut to Punisher on his motorcycle, and then we get this hilarious little montage that's out of nowhere of little kids getting abducted that is so funny because it's so... It's so ridiculous. It's so... Yeah, it's like out of a trauma movie. 
and just like it's like oh we're just gonna do something fucking crazy and so this these girls are talking about like lipstick colors and then she just gets abducted i get the red i hate yellow red's gross jenny well i think it's totally hot and this mom is playing with this animatronic panda bear named <laughs> his name is Peter Bear, by the way. And she just gets shot. And so does Peter Bear. He gets machine gun too. They both get shot. I was more worried about Peter Bear. And then those kids presumably get abducted, and then that kid who's doing the magic trick and eating cheesecake from earlier, Tommy, gets abducted. And then Shake finds Punisher in the sewer. And he keeps talking his fucking thespian talk, which sounds racist. Anything sounds racist, but it, he's a thespian. They all talk the same. They're all the same. Fuck you, the theater. Fuck you, Dr. Seuss. Fuck you. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dr. Seuss is a hero! Yeah, so apparently all those kids were mob kids, and they're being held for ransom by the Yakuza. And Franco tells everybody the story of how the only person Tanaka ever cared about was her twin brother, but she killed him to prove her loyalty to the Yakuza, so nobody has a chance. But she did give him a nice meal before he died. <laughs> oh yeah, he made her a nice... Something. <laughs> I was gonna say something racist. Was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say random <laughs> Asian food. And so they say that the Punisher is probably the only thing that could have saved their kids. It's just like in Spider-Man 2 when J. J. Joe Jameson admits that like Spider-Man was the only thing that could have saved us and we were always too blind to see it. Spider-Man was a hero. I just couldn't see it. He was a, a thief! A criminal! He stole my suit! He's a menace to the entire city! I want that wall-crawling arachnid prosecuted! A bunch of them are like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to this Yakuza meeting, which is like right out of The Godfather. Not the Yakuza, but just going to this meeting in this diner, and then things going bad. It's like, oh yeah, you didn't think that we'd seen The Godfather? That's kinda... <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty or big movie people... to pull through. Or these people <laughs> didn't think it was a bad idea. <laughs> And then everyone's like, oh, we're going to the Yakuza meeting. And there's a ninja army. I don't know if that's racist, but there is. They're all dressed in classic black <laughs> daredevil costumes. Yeah, for, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Except they can see. They have all this money that was sent to free the kids or whatever, and apparently they're slavers. I don't know. It gets kind of muddled around here what, what exactly is going on. But I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to sell them into slavery. That's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much they're kidnapping a bunch of mafia people's kids to sell them into slavery. Slavery, unless they pay the ransom, but I'm pretty sure they did and they were gonna do, they're it, gonna anyway. do it anyway. Which is disgusting. And everybody should read the five part Punisher series, The Slavers. It's really good and really fucked. I have lots of Punisher comic recommendations. I'll probably sprinkle them throughout the episode. And then the kidnapped kids are all just hanging out together. It's kind of funny. Um, they're all just in this like little cage area. Kids in cells are funny. It's. <laughs> kids Tread like, dangerous water there. Kids that are like 10 and under being held to be sold into slavery is pretty funny, right, Gabe? It's pretty funny. It's pretty <laughs> Oh, God. Um, but I, I do love that they're all like, why are we here? And they're like, our dads are gangsters. Our dads aren't gangsters. And there's there's some one of my favorite things in movies, which is just swearing kids from the 80s. <laughs> bullshit. You're bullshit. Get him. Then Tanaka comes in, he's she's telling this little girl to, oh, come with me, oh, come with me. And then Tommy shows up and shoves her. <laughs> she just shoves this lady. It's so funny. But then one of the guards... <laughs> Look, I think it's okay if we laugh about violence towards children. Because it's funny. They throw Tommy into, like, this chair and just some barrels. They, they like, backhand really him. <laughs> yeah. 
and then the kid breaks a chair over the back of a yakuza guy. It's pretty fucking and metal. He gets, doesn't he just get punched and, in the and face and knocked out? Backhand. Yeah, and then he just get fucking gets knocked out and taken away. <laughs> we get this fucking awesome like Goodfellas level shot <laughs> or a tracking shot through this casino where it's it's like a solid unbroken like three minute shot. Obviously, it's not as impressive as Goodfellas. I'm just using a common example that people will understand. But it's it's like that. Like it's just this. It's following this lady it's like into an the over the shoulder thing into the casino. Exactly, and then you know you see all of it. It's unbroken. It's great. It's it's really good. I was really actually impressed. And then with it gets broken up by the Punisher being there. <laughs> yeah, he crashes. He uh, breaks the glass ceiling metaphorically and literally. And he's just he only kills like one guy here. He just throws a knife in some random guy's throat. Yeah, I feel like more than anything, this was just to let out some anger that he has. Because like, he shoots slot he just, machines he for just five shoots minutes. Out everything that isn't a person. <laughs> yeah, especially fucking slot machines that are everywhere because it's a casino. He starts machine gunning slot machines for what feels like two straight minutes. I think it, it is at it least two minutes. Is. It's a long time. And then his machine gun has a grenade launcher on it, too, so he's shooting grenades into into machines. Why not? <laughs> yeah, but... It, and there's, like, people still there. Like, yeah, But he's not machine gunning them. And then finally he kills one more Yakuza guy, and then the scene's over. And we're back to Sam and Jake, and they find these Yakuza guys, and he's got, like, a red dragon back tattoo that confirms his identity. And then... They're like, oh, the mob kids have all been snatched. We think it was the Punisher. But Jake doesn't think so because, you know, Punisher's own kids and, and Punisher's kids were like my kids and, and we were a family. But And for some reason he has a picture of which Frank Castle's kids. I wrote kids. down in the, com- in the comic it makes a lot more sense because, like, that comic firmly establishes his relationship with the family like he's basically just part of the family but you don't get that sense in the movie at all so it's so creepy that he would have this photo pretty much for the most of the movie it just seems like he's like a weird stalker yeah like at some point they do say that like they were were, friends or something yeah they were friends but they don't it's not it's something you can really easily miss well yeah i mean that comic opens with like them on a mission together and this movie has nothing like that at all it's just him having a picture of Frank Castle's kids. Yeah, which is really gross. It's kind of <laughs> gross. Like, in movie, it's kind of gross. And so Punisher shows up at this abandoned amusement park, which apparently is still standing to this day, and Shake is there, and he's like, oh, all the kids have been kidnapped there. And we get an incredible action sequence, which, for oh, first Punisher's wearing these ridiculous, like, night owl Zack Snyder goggles, be- oh, like, yeah. for motorcycle safety that he never wears again. Why is he so concerned? Because I guess he was motorcycle on the, safety I guess is really on, important. He was on the highway, I guess. You don't want all that wind <laughs> resistance. Gotta get those goggles on. Gotta get your goggles on. <laughs> get your gogs. That's that's what Gandhi said. <laughs> anyway, so the, the they go like inside the amusement park area or whatever, and then these goons are like on slides with machine guns. It's like out yeah, of like, Batman and Robin. But they're they're like standing and sliding. Yeah. <laughs> they're like crouched really down funny. sliding it's, somehow. It's 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 as I have described lots of things early on on the show. It's adorable because it's just, it's like a little kid made a movie. It's like, oh, they're on the slides. The kid's on the slide with the water guns. That's basically what this is. But then and Punisher then, just fucking grenades all of them. them yeah, down. yeah. And that's just so violent. And he's, he's like fighting on this weird spinning disc thing. Is that even a thing? Like, what is that? Yeah, I, it doesn't spin really fast no enough clue. for it to be fun. So it's kind of weird, but. There's it's, a lot it's of cr- just kind of entertaining in the background. Yeah. You see, like, the people fall off it, like, from exactly. it just Onto the thing, yeah. I wish it was, like, a weird 
spinning blade or something, which you see in Punisher Warzone. Everybody wants Punisher. Punisher Warzone is so good. Kill myself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I just I just love the creativity of this movie. It has in a lot of action sequences, and somebody like throws a, a chain around Frank's back tire, like so Frank's on his motorcycle, and somebody throws a chain around his tire and pulls it, and so Frank jumps off of the motorcycle and over like a railing, and he falls through a bunch of glass and shit, and then Frank's outnumbered, and they just kick the shit out of him like they did to Daredevil in that last movie. And then that that blonde lady from earlier, who I guess is Tanaka's mute daughter, is there. Also, in that comic, the daughter wears, like, this white ninja outfit to make her actually look like something. And then, yeah, and then he wakes up, he's strapped to some 007 torture table, and it's it's this weird digitized remote control rack, and we're about to get to my Dolph Lundgren sweat fact, which is this whole fucking movie, or not this whole movie, this whole scene... He got so sweaty that they had to constantly wipe him down. <sighs> Dolph Look, Lundgren, what a man. He's into some weird shit, okay? You know, I don't judge. <laughs> like whatever you like. We've, I've, I've, I didn't fuck a duck. I was a duck who was fucked on this show. So we you, can't judge you, anybody you wish, for anything. But... Yeah, I wish I was fucked by a duck. You're right. <laughs> and then we get this weird little, uh, who sent you? Batman. Batman. I, I had to play it back like me three too because it doesn't Cause, sound like he says batman but he definitely cause, does cause Dolph Lundgren kind of has a weird accent yeah you'll hear the clip quite a few times i'm sure but he definitely says batman apparently i think that i read that was improvised good work good work Dolph Lundgren that's great and then you know she's torturing him for a while and he d- it doesn't do anything so then they torture shake and he still doesn't do anything. And he still doesn't do anything. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just a real hero. <laughs> she just kind of gives up. He, well, she leaves him in the hands of much more capable torture doctors. But on her, no, they're not. <laughs> on her way, not at all. He kind of looks like the human centipede doctor. But on the way out, on he's just like, Hey, have a nice day. And so Punisher, he escapes because these guys are idiots. And then... Yeah, okay. The thing that keeps the, like, shackles tightened uh-huh. are for some reason it's like a little bolt yeah it's a little he, like, bolt he literally he just, just unscrews it with his hands yeah you know like That's... all good torture manufacturers Who built this <laughs> i don't know look if that might be a little too creepy and specific to be in the podcast <laughs> i didn't say anything weird just now i was just talking about how um... you, you were just talking about batman again batman, batman. <laughs> god damn it i'm gonna have to really <laughs> get used to that clip i'm gonna find out that he doesn't say batman and then yes. every i'm still gonna have to edit it every time we're gonna look like idiots batman. Um, batman. 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 oh yeah so punisher escapes and he kills those two guys and then he straps the head doctor in for the interrogation and you know it's a rack so he's stretching him out and then he's like i don't want to stretch this out he gives him the location <laughs> of the warehouse i don't understand this they pan out and like the doctor's wearing high heels now I guess he enjoys guess. women's clothing. All right. You know what? Good for him. And Very progressive for the for, 80s. Yeah, you know what? For this movie that has a lot of racism and homophobia in it, it's fine. <laughs> They're very transpositive, and that's uh, that's something we like on this show. And so they just leave the machine on and walk away, so presumably all his limbs are ripped. <laughs> Bye. Do I have to explain what a rack is? You guys know. Just Google it. And meanwhile, Sam and Jake, they're traveling through the sewers. 
And Jake says, oh, I'm not going to give up on the Punisher since everybody else gave up on me. And I was an alcoholic and, and I messed up with my work. But Frank Castle came into my life and he showed me how to be a cop again. Help me get my act together. So that's why he cares so much. And we're back with the mob guys. They're eating dinner. They're at this, that Godfather dinner thing I was talking about where Tanaka shows up. And she's like, oh, you guys fucking came to this? This was obviously a trap you know that right and then everybody in the entire restaurant pulls guns on them like which didn't even matter like, because all of them were poisoned <laughs> the blonde henchman lady has these weird earring knives throwing knife things and so she pins one of the guys to the wall with them by like throwing them through her hands it was like with his hands one of them went through his wrist i think which definitely should have killed him <laughs> yeah that, that just yeah, you're gonna die of blood loss. Yeah, idiot. that definitely went, like, right here, like, right into the vein. <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, exactly. And so, the other guys, Tanaka's like, oh, I poisoned you guys. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he, she blows the last guy's brains out off screen. Which, you know, I could have gone for a little behind the thing, but that's okay. So Punisher's... He's... Oh, okay, good, we're close to the end. <laughs> Alrighty. So Punisher's... We still have another, like half hour 40 minutes so punisher starts driving this bus and this old drunk's like ah you missed my stop that was my stop so frank uh you know he drops him off very courteous of him and frank takes out these guards and tells this little girl and all the other kids oh you know i'm here to save you and so they all board the bus but the kids are like oh shit frank tommy and kathy they're still missing and frank has a has a tommy gun in this scene there's probably a joke with the kid's name being tommy and it being tommy gun but we're already we're already really stretching this one uh <laughs> And Frank frees Tommy and Kathy, or does he? He frees Kathy at least, but then Frank gets ambushed. And then Tommy, like, or Tommy helps get Kathy onto the bus, but then Tommy runs back to help out Frank, and then gets beat up again, <laughs> and then he gets slapped again. This kid just keeps getting slapped. I'm uh, surprised he doesn't have any, like, bruises by the end of this movie. He gets hit in the face so many times. He definitely has some, some bruises in his mind by the end of oh, this movie. Oh, well, yeah. <sighs> Dear Lord. We'll but, get to that yeah, one. Yeah, we will. But, t- yeah, Tommy's fine, he, he, but they leave him behind so he can get the rest out of there. It's kind of, you know, you take what you get. So he has to leave that one kid behind. But the the bad guys, the mob, tries to barricade Frank, and he just drives right through him. And these two other cars are following him, and this Yakuza guy tries to get on the bus, but then the kids knock him off. That's fun. And then he gets hit by a fucking car. Yeah, he gets fucking... He gets they, run over. They, and they show sh- that he gets run over. It's so fu- It's a dummy, clearly. It's such an obvious dummy, but it's still it's, effective. It's so good, though. It's so good. I love that. <laughs> I love gratuitous violence. And so then... That's these, why we like this movie. Yeah, and then the one of the cars crashes into this van and just explodes, because as you know, if you ever get into a car crash, your car explodes in a hundred fireballs balls and many nuclear explosions this movie has great (laughs) great fucking explosions and the other car swerves off as like there's a police barricade for frank in the bus and so the guy's like i'm getting the fuck out of here and all the kids get safely off the bus and frank turns himself in and jake shows up in frank's cell and is like you know frank you're really going off the deep end and he's like what the fuck do you call 125 murders in five years Work in progress. Oh, it's a pretty sweet line, I guess. And Jake starts yelling about how, oh, your castle's like my family. I can't stop. I can't stop them from giving you the chair, Frank. You killed so many fucking people. You You're killed. An You're an asshole. You killed three hundred fucking people. <laughs> In five years. You killed at least 90 people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and then you've killed so many people, and that doesn't even include explosions, according to the IMDb trivia <laughs> that we had in 1989. We get our our one Marvel Easter egg. There's one Marvel Easter egg in this whole movie, <laughs> and it goes by in like three seconds, which is you get a bunch of flashbacks to Frank's family, and then 
his kids are clearly dressed in Spider-Man pajamas. Like, which means that Spider-Man exists in this universe. Or Spider-Man's a comic book. Just like Batman. <laughs> hey, Batman. Batman. Does that mean that Stan Lee invented Spider-Man and Punisher? But Punisher is a real guy, and, St- is and Stan Spider-Man's Lee the Punisher's like, dad? <laughs> is Stan Lee God? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Franco is watching. Uh, G- sorry, G- Gianni Franco. Whatever. You know, James Franco, James Franco is, is watching a news. But James Franco is watching this news report about how oh Castle's about to have his hearing, and so Frank and Sam are in the back of this security van, ATV or whatever. There's this one moment in this whole movie of just terrible dubbing. What happened between you two when he came to see you? There it is. It's really bad and out of nowhere. And then she yells at him because, oh, you know, Jake quit the fucking force or or something. I don't know. Yeah, apparently he quit the force. But then he didn't because he leads an army of police officers. Yeah, he quit. He he pretty much just took a day off. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. He's like, oh, Jake's pissed and he's all distressed and devastated. And Frank, you haven't been there in five years and you were all he had. And now you've been a real bad friend, Frank. But it doesn't really matter because all these mob vehicles crash into this this cop car and then this ATV that they're in and then they gas and kidnap Frank and then he's chained to this wheelchair and Franco talks about how oh you know if I could undo it I would undo the murder of your family whatever and Franco's like this is when it gets really confusing because one of them's named Franco and the other is named Frank. Franco, Franco's like, Frank, you're gonna help me get my kid back, and Frank doesn't cooperate. And they're like, Oh yeah, we have we have Jake hostage, and we're gonna blow his brains out. They're, he's like, Okay, I agree. Fine, I'll do it. I'll do it, Batman. <laughs> and then the homeless guy Shake is is helping out, and so they offer Frank some body armor, and he's like, "It's not, I don't, it's not how I do things. I'm the Punisher. I'm a one, I'm a one man army. <laughs> I can take bullets. I can take bullets to the fucking head." <laughs> And so Jake tells some some fucking guy that, oh, I need to take a piss because this guy's watching Jake. Lots of weird piss stuff. Like that guy had to take a piss because he had bad kidney or whatever. Bad kidneys. I gotta pee. He's like, I need to take a piss. And so he, then he takes the opportunity to free himself and he pistol whips the guy. You mean shenanigans? And then this been pistol whipping the last three fucking movies we've watched. <laughs> the, the best part of the movie. Yeah, this might be the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> And this guy <laughs> walks in the room and says, Hey man, I got the pizza. And Jake just fucking pushes the pizza box on top of the guy. Pizza goes all over his face. And he gets like knocked out. And then Jake just starts eating the pizza. <laughs> and then. Hey man, I got the pizza. <laughs> hey man, I got the pizza. Hey man, I got the pizza. <laughs> and then. And then Tanaka's dancing, wearing this like traditional Asian headdress and clothes and makeup. I don't know why. I guess it's a ceremonial thing. She's got lots of kids to sell and or kill. And then we get this pretty good line when Franco's like, There's a limit to revenge. Well, I guess I haven't reached one yet. Well, I guess I haven't reached one yet. Sorry, sorry, Dolph. Uh, can you say that? Can you say that one again? Uh, yeah. One more time, a little more clear. Batman. Batman. There we go. And, and then Shake... Shake's supposed to like blow up this electrical box so all the power stops the flowing through out. the building. I don't know why. Do they I, they don't have night vision? They don't. They, it's not their it, it doesn't advantage. affect anything because yep, they back up lights. They have backup like red emergency lights. Yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't even tell if it was that or just or, the lighting. Yeah, but either way, everyone can still see. So yeah, it didn't so it matter. doesn't <laughs> matter. That whole thing's kind of dumb. But the homeless guy is supposed to do two detonations. This whole thing first on the electrical box and then on 
the elevator or everything else or whatever. Yeah, he said everything else. Uh, <laughs> he blew up everything else, blew up the Danny principal blew up. Thanks to Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I think I can only do... I don't think I can do Dolph Lundgren. I don't think I have... He's like half head. Sylvester Stallone. He's like halfway I know this is audio only, but can we get some fucking subtitles on this, please? That's how he talks. What we were trying to say is that the homeless guy knocks the detonator into the drain... And like he's this, Jane, because he's an idiot. He's that's being an idiot. And Franco and Frank come out of the elevator, and there's these like twenty swordsmen. You think it's gonna be a big confrontation? It's kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they just machine gun yeah, all of them. Yeah, they just pulled, gun them down like really easily. It's really funny. And but some of them are still alive. This one guy like gets hit, and then his blood goes all over the camera. That's fun when that happens. <laughs> the squib got out of control, and then Shake act- activates the detonator on accident, so all the power blows out. I don't think he was supposed to do that yet, but then you got your red backup light, so he got your little... It's stylized, it's fun, and Frank and Franco surprise these guys, these four guys, and kill them, and then they split up. And then somebody who has, like, this Nobu chain, which Nobu is actually a Daredevil villain, he's got this big, like, blade on the end of his chain. So he... he surprises Frank and he gets his gun away from him does a bunch of does a bunch of those uh fucking red brown style Captain America shirt slashes except these ones make more sense and so this get they get into this pretty fucking awesome fight and they're punching each other and they're doing all sorts of mixed martial arts and then this is the coolest death maybe in the whole movie where the where the guy gets impaled on those five spikes at the same time that's well, awesome. Okay, so the first one gets like a spear mm-hmm. through the chest and yep. just gets hung up on Into a wall. Into the wall, Michael Myers style. Then yeah. the second one ends up impaled by like five this, different It's like things. a weird statue. <laughs> yeah, but it has five points on it and yeah. it goes through all five of the points. It's really awesome. Pretty good effect. <laughs> yeah, oh, it looks great. And then this other guy comes in and he beats the fuck out of Frank Castle. Fucking the homeless guy, Shake. I know I'm just going to differentiate. It doesn't matter. The movie's almost over. Uh, he's got, like, the detonator in the drain, and he's got a gun, and he's, he's, like, she shoots the detonator, and so that blows up a bunch of stuff for some reason. Then, at that moment, Frank gets his strength back, and he knocks the guy out, and then the homeless guy emerges from the sewer TMNT style and just runs into Jake, and he bumps into him, and he's tweaking out. He's freaking, he's freaking and tweaking. He's running off. Freaking and tweaking. That's the, uh, that's the Lindsay Lohan documentary that's coming out. Freaking, <laughs> No? Freaky Friday. Tweak, yeah, tweak. I, yeah, I got it. I got it. Tweak, <laughs> tweak, tweaky Friday. <laughs> that would be the the modern uh, Lindsay yeah, Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm freaking the fuck out, mom. Why am I? I'm in your fucking body. I still need a again. Fix. I need my track. And yeah, and so Jake finds that skull dagger that he left in the crate. And oh my God, that's just like Ninja Turtles. Because April O'Neil finds Raph's sigh. And, and then this, Jake finds this. And so back downstairs, whatever, somebody shoots Franco gets murdered, makes this weird penguin noise that I will play many times. Franco sees Tommy, he's being escorted around by some guards, and then back with this elevator operator, he's telling Jake, oh, I'll have it work in five minutes, Jake's got a bunch of cops, they're gonna bust the whole thing. Franco finds Tanaka, he's holding Tommy, she's holding, holding Tommy hostage, I can talk today. With she's a got knife. a knife. Yeah, yeah, and, and this blonde chick is trying to be all cool, her daughter is trying to be all cool by, like, getting the sneak up on him, but then just Frank comes in and tackles her, football player style. <laughs> yeah, he comes through... 
I don't really like know the what mesh window thing. Yeah, it's like those like a paper looking the d- things. Dividers. Yeah, like, like, he just fucking jumps through that and yeah. tackles her. They got this is the mini boss before he gets <laughs> to the real boss. They fight for a while. She throws a knife into Frank's thigh. He starts like strangling her, but then she uses those weird earring things to slash his wrists and slices in his face. She has a boot knife too, and she uses that on him. And then he breaks should, her fucking neck. They should have had a boot knife fight. <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't think a movie's ever had a boot knife fight. I'm sure there's probably been one. Yeah, yeah I would be surprised from, if like, there Spain, wasn't. Though. A full sword fight, but it's with boot knives. I don't know. What about a sword fight? It's just boots. <laughs> Uh, Frank Castle <laughs> snaps a girl's neck. Superman style. Yeah. That's how you do it. He does not discriminate. <laughs> no, he don't give a fuck. He'll snap a kid's neck. He'll snap a woman's neck. Yeah, he just doesn't He'll care. He'll kill the men, the women, and the children, too. <laughs> yeah, he hated them. <laughs> they reacted like animals, so he slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. I hate them all. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. So the lights are back to normal. Tanaka tells Franco, get on your knees and put a gun in your mouth. And I'm and she's making his son watch. Yeah, and she's like, oh, kill yourself. And then if you kill yourself, I'll maybe let Tommy live. I mean, don't trust me. I'm definitely, I'm a yeah, he's like, how can criminal. I trust that, how can I trust that you will? And she's like, my word, he will live. How do I know you'll keep it? You don't. But some chance is better than no chance. Frank runs in, of course, at the last second, right? It's pretty tense. Like, he's, I thought he was going to kill himself. Not really, but because it's a well, superhero movie, technically. But I mean, he gets very close. Like, he's literally about to. Yeah, and he's going to die eventually anyway. Don't yeah. worry about it. Uh, so, spoiler alert. So, Frank runs in, last second, throws a knife into her fucking forehead, <laughs> and then Jake leads a bunch of cops down there. Franco reunites with, with his son and then sends him away because he's like, I gotta kill I gotta kill this guy right now. And so Franco's doing the whole villain monologue. He's like, oh, you wiped out all the competition for me. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna be build a more powerful family, be bigger and better, and I'm gonna kill you. And then eventually Tommy, that kid that you saved, is gonna run the family. And then Franco starts kicking Frank around because he's Frank's been stabbed a hundred times as is tradition for the Punisher. He goes in totally ready and insists on not wearing body armor and then he gets the shit kicked out of him. And then there's a scuffle and Frank slices his hand with some broken glass and headbutts him and Tommy's like, Dad, stop! Don't do it, Dad! Get him, Dad! It's another prequels reference for you guys. Get him, Dad! Get him! Fire! Frank just shoots Franco and he dies. And so Tommy like Blake in the stomach. Yeah. In or front in of the his chest son. or something. Yeah. And then Tommy picks up the gun and he's like, Frank, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm he's gonna like, blow do your it. out. Yeah. Please. And so Frank's like, Alright, fucking do it and puts that barrel right up to his right forehead. To his fucking head. Not the barrel, I'm sorry, the the muzzle. Yeah, muzzle right yeah. to his head. Sorry guys. I don't know guns. And he's like, just 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 fucking do it. And to- of course Tommy doesn't because he's like eight years old. And then he immediately says, You're a good kid. You're a good kid, go be a good kid. Grow up to be a good man. Then he threatens Tommy. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like you better be good, or I'm good gonna kid, come for you. I'm coming back. Because if not, I'll be waiting. Oh man, it's almost like Kill Bill at the at the start where Beatrix Kiddo kills Vivica Fox in front of her daughter, and I was like, if 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 you're still feeling sour about this in ten years, come find me and kill me. When you grow up, if you still feel raw about it. I'll be waiting. 
But this time, it's the other way around, where he kills his dad in front of him, and it's like, I'm gonna find you and kill you, because Punisher doesn't fuck around. You better not do, do anything bad, or I will shoot you in the face. Well, I mean, that's that's what anti-drug PSAs should be. That's why everyone is vaping in the it'll, it'll, it'll be like the, um, the drug PSA from the <laughs> Super Mario Super Show. I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Please. Unrelated to the Mario Super Show. I know most things we talk about on here are related to the Mario Super Show, but this is just Jake. He shows up and follows a trail of blood to the roof. That was Frank's blood, but then he's not there. Did he kill himself? Then we get another naked Frank talking about God and punishment, and then that's it. So I'm kind of confused by the ending, but I still really liked it. Even though it's not a superhero movie at all, but, I mean, I guess Punisher isn't totally a superhero yeah, to begin like, with. like, not at all. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's fun, it's breezy, it's a ladies action movie. Adding a comic book character makes it more fun, if anything. Just being like, oh yeah, the Punisher movie from the 80s, it's crazy, people are exploding and... and Four people die in the first five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and that mob boss gets exploded and that mansion explodes and that van explodes a hundred times. It's, I don't know, I'm glad it exists, because my, I mean, this probably isn't a shock by this podcast own existence but i've always been very interested in in marvel films especially the ones that people don't especially talk about the shitty ones. especially the <laughs> shitty ones exactly i've always been so curious about nick fury agent of shield and all that stuff because it's like people talk about them but i don't know if anyone's ever actually seen them I or mean, analyzed them before this i'd never even heard heard of the Nick Fury movie yeah, I didn't even know it existed <laughs> I there's ones that I would spend a lot of time researching but like the Punisher was never one I ever really focused on so it's kind of really interesting to me that this exists and that alone kind of makes it great and I I did like I thought that Dolph Lundgren I mean we made fun of him a lot in this episode but he actually did a good job. I think he's good. He's <laughs> he, he worked he captures the tragedy and the humor like, of Punisher when, when I first knew that it was Dolph Lundgren, I was expecting the worst. Yeah, but, <laughs> I thought it know. was going to be awful, but no, he was actually pretty good. I think you threw if you threw a skull on that shirt, people would talk about this a lot more. I think that's Probably. like, it's such a little thing, but that's the one reason I think people don't talk about it. Because I feel like without the skull, it makes it a lot less of a Punisher movie. It's more movie like, and just, more like just like Death Wish or something like that. Just a revenge movie. Homeless sewer guy murders mafia <laughs> would you not watch a movie called homeless sewer guy murders mafia yeah that's fair I've i mean i guess really we just it. did watch yeah, that movie that's, that's just what we just watched and yeah there's no there's no skull there's no micro there's no battle van there's no pretty much anything from the comics except frank castle and the spider-man pajamas and them in that's pretty like, much it and it's kind of like the least Punisher movie, like the least well, Punisher you can get with a Punisher movie. I think, I think all the Punisher stuff is good, but yeah, it's but it's like the and so many it's like the Punisher, bare minimum of what you could have had. <laughs> well, I feel like so many Punisher stories, so many Punisher stories are just Punisher taking on a faceless mob. So I think it gets yeah the mob right. I think it gets the character right. I just. No, no battle van. Like I said, no. No, anything that people know. Punisher no, anything about except for. except being being a real brutal, tough, sad man. Being an edgy, sad being man crazy. that shoots people and yeah. doesn't pick up his guns where he drops no. them. <laughs> no, he doesn't give a fuck about. Although, if you did read a was it Punisher the Armory from the nineties, there's a there's a comic run in the nineties. I think it was called the Armory, and and it was just. 
Punisher's like artillery. Like it was just this is his artillery room. Here's his minigun, and then it's like a big text box about oh I took down the Giovanni family with this minigun in issue one one four, and I was I I remember when I killed them and how I felt and I missed my family and I read like all of them. There's I mean, only like four issues. It's pretty good. That's kind of great, but also it's such a dumb idea. It's so dumb, but at the same time, when you have a character. That his entire thing is just about brutal murder. Yeah, you with know, guns. That's fine. Of course, that's a thing <laughs> explain that exists. The, explain the guns. Why not? Of course, they all have a fucking. I backstory. like that that exists. And so, do they uh, all have names? I don't. Probably. I read it a long time ago. I read it when I was like ten years old. But it's really fun. It, or not fun. It's just interesting. It's, it's interesting that it exists. Yeah, it seems like an interesting thing to read. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I can do. I'll do some Punisher comic recommendations. I don't give a fuck. So check out um best Punisher story ever is definitely Welcome Back Frank. That's all. All right, guys, this is just gonna be me plugging a bunch of Garth Ennis stuff because Garth Ennis Punisher is the best. So Welcome Back Frank is great. The Slavers is great. Pretty much all of Punisher Max is great. I think it gets a little rougher around like book. Five or, or maybe I don't know, but the the slavers is great. The um Punisher Born, that's Punisher in Vietnam. Uh, that's really fucking great. They're in the trees. Yeah, they're in the, <laughs> they were in the trees. That is a brutal read. Um, <laughs> but that's a really good one too. I I would just say check out anything Punisher Max, especially especially Welcome Back Frank. I'm just read any Punisher comic. <laughs> well, any any from when Punisher Max started, like two thousand three five. I don't know, but definitely check out all that stuff. Especially Welcome Back, Frank, and Punisher Born. Punisher The End is really good. I know we talked about Hulk The End recently, which is like Hulk and he's the last man on Earth, but Punisher being the last man on Earth is a much fucking more brutal that's a ride. nightmare. <laughs> it's fucking intense, and it's really good, and it's really short. It's um, like 20 pages, probably. <laughs> no, it's, it's probably like 40. Track all those down. Maybe I'll leave Amazon links to those hey, in the now... description, just because they're really fucking good. No, you guys possibly have a reason to use the email <laughs> <laughs> you can email you guys you can email me about anything <laughs> like email me about comic recommendations Gabe is lonely so he wants you to email I him I <laughs> want somebody in my life <laughs> that isn't a computer anyway so high recommend 8 stuffed panda bears out of 10 rest in peace Peter Bear what do you think definitely like an 8.5 oh my Batman god guys 10. oh my god 8.5 Batman. Batman I think that's actually the highest maybe ranked one I think I still yeah I I I don't know I just really weirdly like I know it's I think it's great it's like it's, I, it's a traditional film like this and Howard the Duck are the only real movies we've yeah, watched on the like, show so far I feel like th- there's a lot to say about this movie that's kind of like more of the same from like the other movies but like I still just like this one so much more than all of the other ones and yeah I don't really have a reason why well, I just really like it I mean Howard the Duck is is a really weird it's like a weird film and. This is just a lot more straightforward, I think, in a good way. Yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. It and really was fun. definitely not a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, but I mean, that's critics. Or 30 something. 32. For, yeah. Yeah, well, that's just everyone else. <laughs> don't worry. It's, it's ev- just the rest it's of the just Everyone planet. hates this movie. It's okay, but you shouldn't. Check it out on YouTube. It's well, fun. whoever doesn't like this movie is wrong because it's a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> and you should watch it because it's free on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. It's free real estate. <laughs> it's free real estate. It's free real estate. Oh, I was going to talk about differences. I think I covered all of them. No one cares. Yeah, I know. I, I t- Oh, yeah. So in the comic, he does movie adaptation of, of the this movie. He spray paints a skull. Comic adaptation of the comic movie. Comic adaptation. What a fuck you. You just said the fuck movie you. adaptation of the movie. F- fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. 
But yeah, so, so you know, just some extended combos, a lot more backstory on the relationship between Frank and Jake and Sam and Jake and Tommy and, and his dad and more explanation of what happened to Frank. Apparently he was like, he was found missing from the morgue and they thought that the mob got him to finish him off or whatever. I know uh, he's in a morgue, so he's probably dead, but whatever. Or from the hospital, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. That, I don't that would make more sense. And yeah, just, just, just little stuff, but you know. It's a fun skim. I can't say I highly recommend it, but it's something. If you watch the movie and you really like it, then read that, I guess. Read that. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find our, our uh, lonely Gmail at marvelmoviepod <laughs> at gmail.com, Instagram, marvelmoviepod, and Twitter, also marvelmoviepod. Could have said that was the one thing. I didn't. I'm on Instagram, Flipped Egg, and Twitter, Flipped Egg with a three, and the egg is in, is E and egg is a three. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. Twitter's Flipped Egg, and the three is, is an E. E and egg. I don't, fuck you guys, I don't check my Twitter. I don't care, <laughs> I don't even check, whatever. I hope you enjoyed this. Oh, also subscribe and, and listen to us everywhere and on YouTube and we're everywhere. And I, I realize I need to be plugging, subscribing, and, and giving us good reviews on iTunes and everything more because that's really important. And yeah, whatever haven't. you're listening on. And, and share and, and and all that stuff yeah, because we need more Give we us more, more attention. <laughs> we just want attention. That's why we do this because we are the smartest men on the face of the earth. And we exactly. deserve all your attention at all times. Is that too much to ask? Batman.